Welcome to the Engaging the Kingdom Mindset Podcast with your host, Brother D. Join us as we explore the Word of God together and engage the mindset of heaven. Well, to God be the glory, and we are here again. I thank you all for joining us today on Engaging the Kingdom Mindset and this topic is something that I'm really, really grateful to the Lord for because it's something that I've battled in my personal life, you know, so I always uh, look at people and I say, you can't help me with anything if you haven't experienced or been through what I'm going through or what I've gone through, you know, some of these doctors that we go to or psychiatrists, you know, um, therapists that we see, most times they have education behind their name, they have a degree, they have uh, all this knowledge in a certain uh, field of study, but they do not have the experience. I would rather someone who has experience than a degree. If you never gotten high or been on drugs or been homeless or had to deal with stress or had to deal with death in the family or had to deal with certain life occurrences you can't help me you can't give me the true um how how do I call it you can't give me what I really need to overcome the situation that I'm in so I have dealt with stress I have dealt with this thing and I really want to unpack for you, give you something that the Lord has given me and shown me through his word and through revelation that can help us all overcome stress. So again, the title of this podcast is A Mindset That Conquers Stress. I'm going to start by praying. Lord Jesus, thank you, God for your grace, for your mercy, for your word. Thank you for dying on the cross for us, Lord. Thank you for giving us the power to overcome sin, the power to overcome stress, the power to overcome depression, anxiety. Lord, we give you all the glory and we will not stop giving you praise. We will not stop glorifying your name because we know in you come our help. In you comes all of our help. And without you, we can do nothing. We acknowledge today, Lord, that you are God and you are God alone. There's none beside you. There is none but you. And we give you all the glory. So, Lord, I pray for the minds of the listeners, Lord, that their minds don't wander, that their thoughts don't flutter, that they are in tune with the word of God, that they are in tune with your spirit, that they are in tune with an understanding that can lead them on a path of freedom and liberty. Lord, thank you again for this message title. Thank you again for all the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And we will entreat you, O God. We will give you glory and we will chase after you all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so... I want to start off with the scripture, uh, James 1, 
verses 2 through 4. It says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So, we are all aware that situations can cause us to become stressed out. You know, a few examples of those situations are issues at work, strife in the marriage, death in the family, children that are, that are disobedient, and also unexpected circumstances. For example, our car breaks down. You know, we get sick. We get uh, demoted at work, you know, pay cuts, or we even get fired or, or laid off. You know, these things can cause us to become stressful. These things can be called can cause us to become worried and anxious. And um, I want to give you 11 symptoms of stress. 11 symptoms of stress, okay? And see if you can find yourself or see if you have dealt with these things in the past. Number one is frequent headaches or jaw pain. Number two is tremors. Number three is lightheadedness and dizziness. Number four is chest pains. Number five, anxiety and mood swings. Number six, increased or decreased appetite. Seven, difficulty making decisions. Eight, feeling overwhelmed. Nine, suicidal thoughts and loneliness. 10, increased frustration or becoming irritable. And number 11, reduced productivity and work efficiency. Now, just out of um, pure honesty, I can find myself in all 11 of those symptoms. (laughs) You know, I've dealt with all 11 of those. And believe me, there are tons more. I just didn't want to overload you with too much right now. But those are just 11 that I thought would be helpful and impactful for us today to hear and to really think about. Because most times these symptoms, like for example, chest pains, when we have chest pains, we just think, yo, my chest hurts. Or when we're lightheaded, lightheaded and dizzy, we don't think nothing of it. We don't think that these things are roots that cause the stress. These are the things, these are the roots that if watered, if given nutrition, they will grow. They will grow and blossom in our lives. And we have to become aware of these things and stop it in its tracks. You know, being at work and, you know, one day you're, you know, fired up and you're, you know, you're just going. The next day you're down and you're sluggish. It's like something is wrong with that picture. Maybe you didn't have your morning coffee or maybe you didn't have your monster, you know, but that still shouldn't affect the efficiency of your work and the productivity of your work. So let me give you this fact. Many people have allowed stress to infiltrate their lives so much to the point of having a heart attack 
and even having a stroke. That's crazy. That's crazy. Heart attack and strokes can come if stress isn't dealt with at its root. If we don't cut down that root of stress, uh, stroke and heartache can come and overtake and overpower and destroy our lives. Let me give you uh, some studies. And this blew me away. This blew me away. Studies show that 44% of people deal with stress in their life. Now think of this world. Think of how many people are inhabiting parts of this world. How many people are living in this world? So 44 people, I mean 44% of those people are dealing with stress. Let me take it a bit further. 43% of Christians, people who call themselves Christians, believers in God, those who follow the Lord Jesus, those who are in tune with his spirit and who read his word and go to church, those people, 43% of Christians deal with stress. That is insane to me. That is insane to me. It tells me only two things. And I don't want to be too harsh, but here on Engaging the Kingdom Mindset, my job is not to sugarcoat anything. It's not to dumb anything down that a person may feel better about themselves. It's to convict the hearts and minds of the people of God and God's creation that they may either come back to him or repent and give their life to him. So it means two things, that they are just professing professing Christians, that they're not really believers, that they just say that they're a Christian and they don't live by the true standard that God has set set us up to live in. Or they don't really... They're striving to be a a believer. They're striving to be a true follower of Jesus, but they just don't understand or know how. They don't have a pastor who can truly teach them what God says in his word and how we can live a spiritual life to overcome these worldly associations. These are worldly associations that can be overcome with spiritual battle. And we're going to get get into that today. Let me take it one step further. This may blow some of you away because it got me. The 44 was good. The 43 was even greater. But check this out. 90% of doctor visits are of patients who complain of stress-related symptoms. Wow. All right. Listen, 90%. Of doctor visits are of patients who complain of stress-related symptoms. That is insane. Insane in the membrane. Think about that, man. But that's not that's not saying that the reason that they went to the doctor is because of stress. It was stress that have that has not 
or haven't been dealt with at its root that has progressed until it reached suicidal thoughts. It progressed until it reached heart attack or stroke. It, pro- it, it progressed until it reached um, uncontrollable anxiety. You know, it progressed over time, but stress was the root cause. That was the root cause of, of these things. And it's sad because we have the tools to cut it at its root so it doesn't go there. But most people won't give you this information. Most doctors won't tell you these things because they need a paycheck. What if this 90% of people, these patients, did not come? That's 10% of people that they, will be, that, that they are dealing with in the hospital. They will be only they will only be dealing with 10% of people going to the doctor if the other 90% learn how to deal with stress at its root. Think about that. Think about that. Okay? Um, Let's go. Next point I want to give you. And this this is where we begin to get into the meat of things, okay? We can easily determine that stress is a direct attack from the devil stress is a direct attack from the devil the bible says it clear it says jesus came that we may have life and life more abundantly but guess what it says in that in that same verse and that's john 10 10 for reference jesus came that we may have life and life more abundantly But right above that, it says the thief, which is Satan, which is the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Look at that. In the same exact verse, it says, Jesus came that we may have life and life more abundantly. So not just having life, not just living life but living that life in abundance. Do you know what abundance means? That means more than you can handle, more than you can conceive, more than you can even understand. Having life to the effect to where it overflows in your life, to where you have no choice but to give life to other people. That's so good. Jesus wants to give us life to the point to where we have no choice but to give life to others god 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 that is awesome i'm gonna say that one more time because i know that's uh hitting someone good right now jesus came to give us life in abundance so we have no choice but to give that life to someone else because we have so much god has gave us so much it's like man i have to give this away I cannot contain this much joy, peace, happiness, goodness. I can't contain it. I have to show you. I have to tell you. I have to give you this goodness. Hallelujah. So, Satan, though, the devil, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And when we think about the the categories I listed earlier... All of those symptoms fall in 
these three categories. Steal, kill, and destroy. Think about it. Think about it. What did I say? Uh, headaches, tremors, lightheadedness, dizziness, chest pains, uh, increased or decreased appetite, overwhelm, suicidal thoughts, loneliness, um, you know, becoming irritable. Those are all attacks that either steal from you, they're taking things from you, they're killing you, or they're destroying you slowly. All those things I listed are, are doing one of those two things. Even when we go to uh, some of the situations that can cause us to be stressed out, issues at work, strife in the marriage, death in the family, disobedient children, you know, car breaks down, sickness, uh, getting fired, these things take from you. That's the enemy stealing a part of you in order for you to, to become stressed out. You know what I'm trying to say? This is good. To God be the glory. Shout right there and give God praise. Hallelujah. So, the question is now, how to overcome? How do we overcome? Stress begins with a thought. That thought is then influenced demonically. It causes many to succumb to whatever desire of its choosing. Whatever that demonic influence chooses for you to succumb to, that's what you're going to succumb to if you don't have the mindset that overcomes. So you are, in essence, allowing demonic influences to steer your life, to guide your life. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we do. When we don't put on the mind of Christ, the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So our mind should be what? Kingdom. Hence this podcast name, engaging the kingdom mindset. Jesus, his mind must be instilled in us let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus the Bible also says um, it talks about peace it talks about if our minds is stayed on him which is the Lord which is God he will keep he will put us and keep us in perfect peace who wants to have perfect peace I know I do. I want to have perfect peace. So, again, you can reference the the symptoms and the causes that I mentioned earlier. But all those things that I mentioned begins with a thought. Let me give you a small one. Our car breaks down. What's the first thought that's implanted? It's it's not a positive one. It's not, thank you, Lord. (laughs) It's not, God, I give you glory for my car breaking down. I know you will take care of it. It's always something negative. We always run to the negative before we run to the light or to the positive. Why is that? Why it's all that we use a curse word. It's all, man, you know what I'm trying to say? My car broke down. Now it's how am I going to get to work? How am I going to get to the store? 
How am I going to go buy diapers? How am I going to do this? How, you know, it's always steered towards the negative. And think about it. Those things in itself aren't negative. How are you going to get to work? That's not negative in, its, in and of itself. But that leads you to demonic influence. That leaves a window or a door open for the enemy to come in and attack your mind. And then it's coming, it's going from not being able to get to work to now you're cursing. And then now you are more frustrated. And then it just leads to more and more stress. But if we learn to say, oh, Lord, thank you for the bad and the good in my life. The Bible says that. For we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So what did it say in the beginning? All things are working together. So um, we have to realize that we have to understand and realize what triggers are rising up that causes stress. I will call them stress triggers. What are your stress triggers? We all have stress triggers, things that make us pop off at the mouth, things that get us upset, things that make us uneasy. There's things someone... There's like this small thing that someone can do to you that makes you blow up. And it's not even that significant. It's small. It's not even nothing that's big, but it's a trigger. There's things I'll talk about in a different episode down the line, but I want to speak on trigger words. There are certain phrases and there's certain words that can be used by people. You know, even when we're watching a TV show, someone can say something either on a show or a commercial, but it's been conditioned and instilled in our minds since youth, since the youth, since we were born, since we were teenagers, whatever the case is, and they have become embedded within us and they are trigger words. They set us ablaze, they set us on fire, they give us, uh, and not in a good way, you know, they set us, um, they rise our blood pressure. It gets us angry and we don't know why. Those are trigger words and trigger phrases. I will uh, discuss that in a later podcast. But we must understand that um, these things are only coming to allow stress to be introduced in our lives. And the question is, do we cast that stress trigger down or do we cohabitate with it? Do we begin to live with it? Do we begin to... um, comfort stress give it a pillow and a blanket and say here come lay down with me do we embellish it right or do we cast it down and rebuke it okay so I'm gonna give you another scripture Um, Romans 12 and 2 it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's so good. Um, that's excellent. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. P. 
period. We could have stopped right there. Because society, media, everything in this world is conditioning conditioning our minds to be programmed and to form a pattern of some kind. Everything. We are being programmed and conditioned to be patterned after the likes, the fads, the uh, phrases, the things that um, we believe are being shaped and formed by society. That should not be the case. It says right after that though, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do we renew our mind? There's only one way to renew it. If the world is pumping out all this garbage and wickedness and evilness, what other option do we have to renew it? Renew. Our minds mean, that means our minds was new at one point. Our minds was in a perfect standing with God at one point. But somewhere down the line, we allowed uh, situations, media, people, family, co-workers, uh, social media, all these things to affect the way we think, the way we act, shape our worldview. We allowed that ourselves. So that's why it says renew. You have to go back and make it new again. An example, they do it all the time, Best Buy, you know, or different stores where you Let's say your phone stops working, your phone breaks, whatever. What do they usually do? In most cases, through the mail, they'll send you a refurbished, a renewed phone, right? It's not brand new, but they took a phone that was sent in or that had some kind of uh, defect and they fixed it to the point to where it's almost new, when you open the box and look at the phone, it looks flawless. It doesn't look like it was used before. But they have a label on there that says refurbished. That means it wasn't, it's not brand new, but it looks the same. So God is telling us to renew our minds, to make it new again. Not refurbished in, in this sense, but God wants us to make it new again. See, only God can take something that's been old and washed away and uh, tampered with and destroyed and make it brand new again. Apple can't do that. Google can't do that. Microsoft, whoever, Windows, they can't do that. They can give you something that's refurbished, but they can't take an old phone and make it new again. They'll give you a brand new one or they'll fix that one. But only the Lord Jesus can take something that has been tampered with, that has been tarnished, that has been destroyed, broken, and make it completely pristine, brand new again. That's the grace of our God. That's the goodness of our Lord. That's how awesome he is. He can make you new again. He can make you new again. My God. If our mind is transformed by God's word, we leave no room for the enemy to infiltrate our thinking. And in return, we trump his influence and stronghold 
over our lives. We must transform our minds. And the only way to do that is by reading, studying, living the Word of God. And let me say this. If you can't read the Bible, if you can't, uh, if, if you can't not make time in your beginning stages to actually sit down and read the Bible, get, um, how can I say it? Get a Bible app. Get something that is going to talk the word of God to you. We all live in a tech savvy uh, generation now. We can download Bible apps, play it in our cars, play it in our headphones and listen to the word of God. The word declares faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we don't have to always, you know, sit down and read if we can't make that time. Some of us aren't there yet. Some of us don't like reading. So that's why the Lord in his grace has given us other options. We can listen to the Bible audibly. You can listen to podcasts that influence you into uh, negative into leaving out negative thoughts into producing kingdom thoughts but never in a million years will I ever say listen to a podcast before you um, as your main source of God's word don't make a podcast or a sermon or you know going to church do not make that your source of intimacy with God you have to have a life that is uh, personal in devotion, personal in praise, personal in worship. You must live a life and have a sort of uh, impact to where you are allowing people to see that God is working on you personal, personally. You know what I'm trying to say? I hope, I hope that makes sense. I'm kind of rambling right there, but... I hope that makes sense to you because most times we try to uh, look at a certain preacher or listen to sermons and think that we're doing ourselves justice. But God wants to speak to you. That sermon, that podcast, that uh, church service, whatever. God spoke to that man and woman of God and gave that man and woman, woman of God that revelation. But he wants to speak to you and give you a revelation. God wants to give you something that you can go back and give someone else, you know, so we can't make that our primary source of engaging God. Excuse me. So I kind of went off on a tangent there, but, you know, I had to say that because some of us, we do that, you know, we don't have a personal relationship with the father. We have hearsay. Okay. The key to allowing your life to be stress-free is building and cultivating a way of thinking that involves daily intake and digestion of the Word of God, which is the Bible. The key to allowing your life to become stress-free is building and cultivating. Those two words in there, build and cultivate. That means build and And then cultivate, which means keep or dress or maintain. So you have to build up your life 
and you have to dress and keep or cultivate your life and your way of thinking. And that is going to involve daily intake and a digestion. I had to say digestion too, because we can't just intake, you know, we have to digest. We have to um, really understand what we are hearing and saying and reading in order to make that fruitful in our lives. We have to read the Bible and then ask God to reveal what its true meaning concerning our personal lives not what it means to anyone else but what is this passage of scripture saying to me Lord what are you saying to me directly when I read this scripture okay God does not want us to live a life that is not filled with his joy peace and love but I will be honest to you it comes at a price he asks only for our praise and our worship and our life in return God will give us these things that we desire but we have to pay a price we have to give him our lives we have to give him our devotion we have to surrender our entire life to him amen so and if you think about it it's not really that hard our lives is being controlled by him anyway right why not why not just hop in the back seat let the lord jesus drive you close your eyes and just chill you know what i'm trying to say because he knows the way to our destination better than we do anyway so give up your life Praise and worship the Lord. Form a life that is surrendered to the will of God. Only good can come from that. Okay? So I encourage you, do not allow stress to dictate the course of your life any longer. You deserve to live free. So I thank you all for joining today, man. I hope uh, I said something that was encouraging. I hope I said something that will get you to break the bounds, the bounds, the chains off of your mind that's calling you, causing you stress, you know, because it's not an easy thing. We all deal with it. We all go through it. We all struggle with certain things, but we have to know that we have an advocate. We have Christ Jesus. We can go to him with our questions, with our problems, with our issues. We can go to him and he will hear us. He will break us free from addictions, from depression, from anxiety, from stress, from this internal suffering that you're going through. I know you're struggling. I know you're going through. But God wants to take that from you and give you himself so Lord I thank you for the listeners today God I thank you for having them hear a word that if taken and produced into something good it can truly transform the way they live life 
it can truly decrease and abolish the stress in our lives. Lord, I thank you for delivering me, delivering others who have been dealing with this same toxic disease and not knowing that the root causes of it was so minute, so shallow that we didn't understand that how we got from point Z it's only because we didn't deal with point A the smallest little infraction that we could have dealt with Lord we didn't well we give you the glory because you are righteous and you are good and you are the ultimate physician who can take care of all of our problems God so we give you glory we give you honor we praise your holy name in Jesus name Again, everyone, thank you, man, for joining. It's been a pleasure uh, giving you the word of God. And I'm sure that some of you will take this and apply it to your life. Apply this to your life. Apply these scriptures. Go back and listen over again. But apply these scriptures to your life and allow God to give you a mind that conquers stress. Be blessed and encouraged. And until the next time, this is Brother D. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We pray you've learned something today that will better equip you into building a mindset that produces kingdom fruits in your everyday life. Join us next time as we battle for our minds right here on Engaging the Kingdom Mindset. Oh yeah, one last thing. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you'll get all the notifications whenever we upload. Also, tell your friends, tell your family, just tell everybody. Engaging the kingdom mindset will truly bless their lives. So until next time, grace and peace be unto you all.